Hey everybody, this is Connor, your podcast producer. We're back with Pints with Pat. No guests this week, just Pat hanging out in the studio, chatting a little bit about what's been going on the past couple weeks. Pat just recently went to a mastermind group up in Asheville, North Carolina. Heard a lot of great things. He's really fired up about it. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be amazing of you if you could leave a review or a rating. Helps out a lot. Thanks, guys. Hope you have a great week. What's up, everybody? This is Pints with Pat. We got a Friday session going on right now. We took a couple weeks off um, for random things that pop up, but uh, we're going to get a lot better at this because one of our goals over the next few weeks, one of my personal goals is to get my own schedule a lot more organized. Um, The whirlwind of the day, which I've been bitching on this podcast about for a while now, almost since it started. The whirlwind of the day is something I get caught up in. I'm still responsible for answering all the phones and uh, dealing with all the phone calls when someone answers and hangs up. So it just, it's it's really hard to make progress when you try to focus on like something long-term and uh, you know, you sit, you sit at your computer and start thinking about it and the ideas start flowing and then you get a phone call and you have to talk to someone for 10 minutes. And then while you're talking to that person, you get two other calls that come in and a couple text messages and the email starts to fill up. And, uh, that's where the day goes. So my days have, as even though we've been buying houses and moving forward, um, my days have not felt purposeful at all because I'm caught up in that whirlwind. Um, so back to that in a little bit, we had pints with Pat yesterday. It was our third one. Um, and honestly, they just keep getting better and better. Um, I like the location a lot better. Ardwolf, would you agree with that, Nick? Ardwolf, Ardwolf was just better than Wicked Barley. They don't serve food there. It's more of a brewery. We had our own corner with the couches and everything. And I think that's the perfect location for it. So I think we'll stick there with a little bit. Maybe we'll try um, Southern Swells at the beach coming up too so we can bounce the location around. But... Green Room's another really good one to do it. Yeah, at the beach. So we'll try Green Room, too. Bounce around who's who of breweries in Jacksonville. Um, Anyway, it went really well. The people, the one negative, and it's not even really a negative, but um, I knew almost everybody there. Uh, In the future, I'd like to try to get it to where I don't know anybody. There was only a there's only two people there I didn't know, four people there I had already met and know pretty well, actually. We do business with them on a regular basis. Um, the strength of that event is not only the, the content that Nick catches, but it, it's, also, uh, it's also meeting new people. The more people you meet, the more things just start to happen for you. Um, so other than that, the other theme of this week is uh, last week, the reason we didn't do Pints with Pat is because I was out of town. I was up in Asheville, North Carolina at a mastermind group meetup sort of event. It was run by the CEO of DLP Real Estate Capital. DLP stands for, well, they're DLP Direct Lending Partners, which I thought that's what DLP stand for, stood for. But the real, uh, you know, acronym of DLP stands for 
dream, live, prosper, um, real estate capital. So their whole, their whole company is, uh, is based on this dream, live, prosper mentality. It's in their core values. It's in their mission statement. Um, and it was a mastermind group about scaling your business. It wasn't, it was very tactical as far as scaling your business goes. Um, which is what I needed to hear at the time. The CEO of the company, his name's Don Wenner. Um, he's 33 years old. The guy is absolutely fucking killing it. Um, they have, uh, they have an office in their main office is in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. He's also, he's at the August down in the office down in St. Augustine. And, uh, they have like seven different companies. It's DLP Realty, DLP Real Estate Capital, DLP Lending. They just acquired a home builder. So they are just out there absolutely fucking crushing it. They're growing by 20% each year. And um, just seeing their numbers is just extremely, extremely impressive. So you wonder how they do this, right? Um, I have never been to an event where um, the, the leader of it has been so forthcoming and open with exactly what they do and how they do it. Uh, and if I had one main takeaway, it's, it's that they grow like they do. Um, a lot of different reasons, but the main reason is goals. They set goals and hold their people accountable to getting those goals done. Um, and they back into their goals, right? Which is something that we don't do right now, but we're going to start doing is, uh, an example of how they back into their goals is, um, I don't remember their exact numbers, but say, say their goal, say their goal is to get 200, right? 240, um, 240 loans next year. So that's 20 loans a month that they need to do. So they kind of know their numbers on how many prospecting calls they need to make, how much they need to spend on marketing to get a loan. So all they do is back into their number of getting 20 loans per month. That's one loan. That's one loan per work work day in a four week month. Uh, they say, when you have to spend this much in marketing, we need these people in place in order to deal with this interest infrastructure. And this is how we're going to get it done. They lay it out to a T and what do you know? Uh, they get it done every year and they continue to grow. Um, so I think that's one thing that is a huge weakness of ours now is, uh, Kyle's against it, but I really like tracking. Um, we don't track shit. No, we don't track anything. So we don't know what's working and what's not working. And that's, that's just a huge red flag. Um, you can't go in and just work. You, I mean, you can, we've been you know, quasi successful, just going out and working your ass off every day, but to get to the next level, um, to be a real business, I think you really need to track your key performance numbers. And we don't, we don't have any of that. So we're going to go through a little bit of a transformation over the next three months. Uh, me, Steve and Kyle met this morning, kind of got our vision together a little bit of where we want to be. It's going to be a long road ahead, but we're committed to doing it. I was real gassed up when I got back from that DLP conference this weekend. I, it was mind blowing to me how much time and energy, uh, the CEO of that company, they have like 330 employees, how much time and energy he put into each and every one of his employees. 
um, a few key takeaways that we're going to, um, we're going to implement immediately was, is first of all, um, meetings. We don't have any meetings whatsoever. Oh, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of articles and people talking down about meetings now and how they're a waste of time. Well, as long as they're run efficiently, you know, you're good. It's when they get, you know, when nothing starts to happen in them and there's no direction and no one's prepared for them that, that, you know, they're just a waste of time, but monthly meetings, keeping everyone on the same page is something we're going to implement. Um, another thing we're going to implement is core values. So this is the kind of Mickey mouse or stuff I used to think was Mickey mouse bullshit. I used to work for diamond offshore and they had core values and give a shit about their core values because they didn't hold me or anyone in the company accountable to giving a shit about them. Um, but everything stems from your core values and the purpose of you're doing what you're doing. Their core four values, I don't have them in front of me right now, but they have a list of like eight core values and their whole purpose of what they're doing is to build, uh, build wealth and have a great lifestyle and, you know, build wealth through real estate or something like that. So that's why they come to work every single day. And I just thought that was really cool that they had that, you know, every decision they make is based on their core values and the purpose, their purpose, which is building wealth and real estate. If, if uh, opportunity comes up and it doesn't fit with their core values, if a potential employee comes up and it doesn't fit with their core values and they don't do it, um, we make emotional decisions and we here at Yellowbird make emotional decisions and don't really, we have core values, but I don't think they're really aligned with what, who we want to be. Um, I don't think we took enough time to s take a step back and really think about them and really think about why everyone here comes to the office every day. I think that's a piece that's missing. So monthly meetings, figure out our core values and our vision is number one. Next is a align alignability meetings. So uh, they have meetings with their management, every single employee about, and the employee writes, you know, what do I do on a daily basis? What am I supposed to be doing? What are my priorities? And then they meet with their manager or the, you know, who's ever running the company and they, they go over what the manager thinks they should be doing and what the employee thinks they should be doing. And, uh, Don was saying, it's just shocking how, how much, how off they are. Sometimes you see someone doing something and they think this is, they think X is their top priority. And you're like, what? That's not even at all what I want you to be fucking doing. So a lot comes out in those aligability meetings. And I think a lot will come out when we try to do it here. Um, the other thing they do is they call them their rocks. So, um, each employee, and it's a, it's a Google, it's a Google sheet that everyone in the company has access to. So everyone can see the people that slack are slacking and the people that aren't They're, They color code it. Um, so it's green if you're on track and it's red, if you're, you know, if you're not on track. So you know, they kind of shame you into doing it, but you know, it gets, gets shit done. Um, there's three company goals that align with the vision and align with the growth strategy and three personal goals, which I thought was really cool. Um, a couple examples I heard were, you know, somebody's personal goal was to lose and these are quarterly. They do these, uh, to lose 10 pounds over the next three months, very doable. And then you have milestones. Okay. Um, start walking, lose two pounds, start eating better. And you, you know, you have these milestones and it actually helps you get better when you write it down and do that. Um, and as far as the company goals, it keeps you moving forward. 
uh, me and Nick had lunch today and we talked about, you know, this uh, guru video, funny guru videos we're going to try to do in the future. And it's a great idea, but much like me, Nick gets caught up in the day to day. He's got a bunch of shit going on. So it's never a priority. It's always something that's sitting on the back burner. But if we put that like, okay, Nick, this, this guru video is going to be one of your rocks this quarter. So we're going to set it milestone every two weeks. Week two, you have to have the costume and the scripts written. Week three, you know, start filming a little bit, test it out, see how it works. Get some, get some uh, footage of you up in the attic doing your spiel as Nick Nicholas, um, eating some fucking carrots. And then as you, these two weeks go on, <laughs> no one listens to this fucking podcast, Nick. Maybe they will one day. This is for my, my own therapy. <laughs> Don't spoil it. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then the next two weeks he does something else. So they, so it, it forces you to do the things that are important. And I think that's something we're lacking now. So I'm really, really excited. Oh, and I wanted to bring this up too. At the conference, they gave us this book grit. I've heard the term grit before, but, uh, I never really, you know, I never really paid it too much mind. Don was huge on grit. He said it's, he thinks it's the thing that separates the highly successful people in the world from the ones that aren't. Um, grit is when it comes down to the perseverance to um, push through something, even if things get messy. Uh, and I'm oversimplifying it, but uh, you know the toughness to wade through things when you know things are down and things get confusing. The ability to keep pushing through and solve whatever problems happen or whatever problems come up. A good example for us, um, and this is an example I gave Nick the other day too, is our entire marketing department was an idea two years ago. It was an idea that we wanted to put into action. So we, you know, slowly moved forward and bam, we hire Cody. We put it into action. This is fucking happening now. So we do it. Um, we got shiny object syndrome. Everything's going great. Everything's beautiful. You know, things are going awesome. And then like, okay, we're still going, still going a couple months in. And then, you know, you start to get a little stagnant. The shiny object syndrome isn't there anymore. Everything's still rolling along smoothly, but we're in the mucky middle at this point. We got through, we got through the starting point, which was, you know, which was tough. Uh, We got through that. Now we're in the mucky middle of marketing, trying to still figure out direction and still figure out the main purpose of the whole thing and get it done. Um, you know, without grit, the easy thing to do would just be quit, you know, fire everyone, go back to exactly what we were doing before, but we, that's not even remotely the angle we're taking on it. We made the commitment to do this. We knew it would be fucking tough, not this tough, but we did knew it would be tough. So having the grit to persevere through that and come out on the other end, um, is huge. And it's just like flipping your first house. You, you want to go wholesale a deal to flip your first house. You're going to have a shitload of setbacks. Um, Gabe just came on with us. He, you know, did a bunch of work, finally got a house under contract. Boom. It fucking fell through. And that's going to happen to him again and again and again, there's going to be issues. Does he have the grit to push through and be a solid acquisitions person for us? You know, we'll see. Um, I get lunch with people all the time and that are trying to start doing this. And I tell them exactly what to do, exactly what I did, not holding anything back whatsoever. Nothing we do is a secret. And 
they send me, they get really excited. I get them all gassed up and then they send me stuff off Craigslist for, you know, um, for Craigslist and Zillow. And they send me some bullshit from other wholesalers for like a month. They send me a couple things every day and I say, no, 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 no. You know, it, which is, you know, you're going to have 300 no's before you get to a yes. And then they get discouraged after a month and a half and then they quit, give up. Real estate goes on the back burner again. That is lack of grit, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, but to be successful, you have to push through when things are shitty and you get, you know, when you're getting denied and people are saying no and things are fucking up. So to have the grit to push through that mucky middle and get your first house or get this marketing team humming is, uh, is what separates the good from the average. And, uh, that's good. This is going to be one of our core values, what we base all our decisions on and more to come on that. But that's it for today. I think that was a good wrap up of kind of where we're at and exactly what's on my mind right now, what I'm focused on. And uh, I'm heading home this weekend. My sister's pregnant and she's having her gender reveal this weekend and we're going to that. And uh, up in Massachusetts, I will be back Tuesday to hit it. And um, these pints with Pat over the next few weeks should be interesting as we turn it, as we go from like a company with not much culture, maybe a little bit, not a lot of structure to really holding people accountable and moving in a cohesive direction. Um, really exciting new journey. So we're looking forward to it. And thanks everybody for listening.